0: But as far as in the moment, yeah, I just I just get in it. And like I said, unfortunately sometimes I mean I jumped out of a car one time. Damn. Yeah, that was mm. not a, yeah, for the shot. And I was just like, Yeah, no <laughs> one no one told me to do that. Um <laughs> yeah. I just I just felt like I should have, and that could have been the mm-hmm. very last thing I ever did. So let me uh, let me calm the hell down a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me take yes. a seat. <laughs> I hope it
1: at least made it into the project.
0: It did. There we
1: go. This is a good advice. vibes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a great episode for you today, and a special guest joining us that I want to introduce. Very special. As always, joined by my esteemed co-host and good friend, Ken Jackson. Sup. And we're talking with someone that I got acquainted with way back in the early days of 2016, 2017, when I kind of started cutting my teeth trying to do this whole film thing. And he was there all along the way to kind of help kick that off, whether it be doing 48-hour film projects or shorts and helping each other out, kind of you-give-me-something, (laughs) I-give-you-something relationship. And since then, however, he's been really taking off working a lot in theater, shorts, features, and working out of the Atlanta, Georgia area and we'll let him tell us about all the projects he has. But this is Bryce Anthony Heller. Bryce Heller. How's it going? Hey,
0: Welcome. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me. A privilege, an honor.
2: Yo, we're really happy <laughs> to have you on, man. We've been me and Trey, we've been in the backlog, like just like, yo, we need to get we need <laughs> to get our boy Bryce on. Yeah.
0: Hey. I was wondering. I was wondering. I was like, ah, I, you know, I'll let them. I'll <laughs> let them control their own show. I don't want to press nothing. He just yet. listens every week, like,
1: in hatred that we haven't talked to him about it you yet. Know,
0: no, no, no. It's all good. I think. I, figured, I figured <laughs> it, was, it would happen eventually.
2: <laughs> it was the beginning of a villain story. Origin story. Yeah, <laughs> the origin story. There, <laughs> me just sitting there every, every
0: Monday, just listening to your podcast, crying. Like
2: ah, that, should, that should be me. that's fantastic so bryce i want to talk a little bit about how you got into film in general because you're not just an actor although i i feel like you probably lean a little towards acting a little bit more but you're also like a content creator so what got you into just you know creating theater film all that sort of stuff
0: I gotta, I gotta take you back to my, my, my wee lad days. I was, I was, uh, I was a kid, man. I was like five years old, just writing, writing short stories and. And I didn't realize it at the time, but the uh, the creative bug, like, really bit me. And I, mm-hmm. I, I knew there was something, there was something there. Some uh, people like to use the word escapism, but I, I kind of ran more to it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I started writing, like, these short stories. They were they were god-awful. Uh, <laughs> they, were, they were terrible, but, you know, it was, it was a way to, to relieve stress. And I'd just be sitting in my room writing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of, like, the only creative outlet. And then my mom introduced me to theater when I was seven because mm-hmm. I lived on base, on an Air Force base. And uh, they had um, Missoula Children's Theater out in Missoula, Montana. They would travel okay. around in this little red truck all over the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'd always come every year to our base to put on a show in a week. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yeah, she, she mentioned it to me because she had done theater when she was in high school when she was a kid so she yeah. was like and I was a very shy kid so she was like you know I think this will really really help you and I was like okay I'm very shy <laughs> very very scared yeah. when they put us all in a circle and we had to like step in the circle and audition with these different different things and, mm. and yeah so I was like just really um I was really nervous still but mm-hmm. it was interesting to be around a group of kids that were all kind of similar in in a way shy some eccentric and i was just like whoa that would be kind of cool to be like them like they seem really confident in what they're doing like i Mm -hmm. i kind of want that i want something like that i felt that way kind of when i was a kid with my with my writings because that's something i could control Mm -hmm. um because there was a lot of things i couldn't control so it Mm -hmm. felt good to be able to control something in a no. And then the origin story begins. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so long story short, I, I got hooked. Um, I got a small part, um, in, in that show. It was called the little mermaid, oh, you know, I no one's heard ever heard of, of that before. Yeah. Really tiny. production. <laughs> no. no, but I mean, mind you there, these are a bunch of kids putting it mm-hmm. on and it's like a very abridged version, but yeah, we did it in like a week. And um, after the show, I had I had uh, I was Town Crier number two, which is very mm-hmm. funny. And I had my lines like on the scroll, and I was like, oh, theater, this is easy. I just get easy. to read from a yeah, read from a piece of paper. This is easy, okay. But no, it really that was that was a pivotal moment in my life because it really uh, brought me out of the shell that I was in, mm-hmm. and uh, and allowed me to uh, to do something that I would eventually just freaking love to death, you know? Um, so, so yeah, Missoula would come every, every year at the end of every summer. And so I would just do it. And every year I felt myself progressing more towards a a person that I wanted to be in a way as Mm -hmm. uh, me saying that as a child, but yeah. Um, I think the real breakthrough moment was, um, when I realized I really wanted to do this was, uh, they had like this uh, you know you know you could do something and, and I'm not saying like you should look for what is the word I'm I, I'm, I'm losing my mind right now reassurance there we go you know right. you do think you do things you don't want exactly look for reassurance but I think in those beginning steps like I think that is a very important thing to be told like okay you're doing the right thing because if not mm-hmm. then you're just gonna be sitting there like okay yeah everyone's gonna say you're good because you're a kid and everyone's yeah. gonna pat you on the back because everyone gets a participation trophy mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was it, there was a moment where they're like okay I don't I think this was like my third year doing it I couldn't Mm. even tell you the show but they're like okay well um so we're gonna do a run through of it and whoever has whoever's the best um, whoever puts on the best performance is going to get a prize. And mm-hmm. so I had the small part. So I was like, I, I probably won't get it, but like, I'm going to try my very best. And I did. Yeah. And, and I ended up winning it. So mm. it. that's when I was like, okay, 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 okay. Maybe this yeah. is, maybe this is a little more than, you know, than, than a little hobby. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's, you know, so to, to answer your question, I took like 10 minutes. to, to No, answer. no, no. That's, um,
2: that's exactly what we want. We didn't want to know where it started and how you got into it. Yeah. So that was, that
0: was the acting side of things and in the writing side. I continued to write throughout all that. I, I wrote like, I wanted to be a writer, really. I, I wrote, yeah. I, I have still got them, thank, thankfully, in, at my mm-hmm. apartment. But I, I used to write like stories, mostly about dragons, like medieval stuff. And I remember yeah. writing, I remember writing like this very provocative, because I read Stephen King a lot. So mm. if that tells you anything. So I, I, I <laughs> wanted to mimic him a little bit. And I wrote yeah. a very provocative thing, but it's hard to get anybody to, to read these things when you're like 10 years old. So I was like, <laughs> hmm, I should probably cut out some of these sex parts, all this profanity. I'm, ra- I'm going <laughs> to erase it so I can show my parents it so they can read it, so someone can read it. Mm-hmm.
1: Just got the redacted version of it. With <laughs> oh, they,
0: yeah, they got <laughs> exactly the, This could
2: have been. This could have been up for an Oscar screenplay. I know. Man, I
0: know. I know. I had to had, <laughs> had to PG it. You know. Yeah. No, but uh, film film wise, I didn't realize. And I wanted. I would watch. I would watch the craziest things as a kid. The, the three movies that stayed in my rotation as a kid that I'm pretty sure you can ask my parents. I watched it. Watched these three every single day. <laughs> um, Austin Powers. Laura Croft fell in love with Angelina Jolie and um, Batman. The, uh, the mm. Michael Keaton one I, I, f- I feel like I flip flop between The Michael Keaton one And the George Clooney one Only because You know Schwarzenegger Like you can't You can't Ice beat man, him yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah You can't beat that Ice oh. <laughs> Hilarious That's fantastic So yeah I would I would just flip flop Between those three And I was like Yo I really 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 Want to be a part of this But I mm-hmm. don't know how You know I'm not in LA I even went to my parents I was like I really want to act They're like Oh you do act You you do theater and And, and I was like Okay yeah I like theater But like you know, I, I kind of want to do more. So they are like, okay, you want to do more? Okay, cool. Let's do community theater. So so I ended yeah. up doing Missoula and community theater. I'm like, dang, no. They're like, oh, no, we're not in L.A. You can't, you can't be a child actor. I mean, right. little did they know the market is booming out here. Maybe it wasn't oh, yeah. then, but still, it's just like you don't have to. I feel like that's a common misconception with people is that you don't have to be in these certain places to be yeah. an actor. You know, it helps. It oh, definitely yeah. helps. But, I mean, things can be close to home like Atlanta. Yeah. Especially now. I know. Right. Yeah, for sure. So um, I've been performing in something. I've been a part of a project one way or another since the age of seven, every year Mm -hmm. since the age of seven. And I went to school for it because I realized uh, theater is really, really what I wanted to do. Um, So I went to school for four years at UNCP. And then during those summers, I wanted to get into film, but my school didn't really have a film program of any kind at all. They mm-hmm. they tried to at one point, but that fell yeah. through. So I was still you know, I I, I, I caught the directing bug because I had written and acted and whatnot. But I caught the directing bug in this directing class that I took in school. And obviously, theater is way different directing than uh, than film in a way. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I found that I loved it and I was good at it. So I, that, that was something that I definitely wanted to pursue. So I guess I found myself to be like a triple threat in a way, writing, directing and acting, um, which yeah. was a surprise to me. Cause I mean, seven year old me before walking into the audition would have been like, uh, yeah, I play soccer kind of, <laughs> 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 you know? So yeah. it's, it was, um, it was, a, it was a great discovery though. And I'm, I'm super glad I did discover it. And so every summer, that I was in school, I would come down to Atlanta, I'd stay at my my cousin's place, and uh, I would just get on as many sets as I could, I mean, I'd do extra work, mm-hmm. I'd I'd um, jump on these independent sets, I I, I I worked on some really solid short films too, and I was just trying to, you know, I, I felt like I had, I felt like I was behind already, because um, right. I'd come out here and all these people have agents and whatnot, and 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 all the things and they just have the knowledge, really. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. I. So a lot of it's been trial and error. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm still learning things like, oh, yeah, probably shouldn't do that. But I feel I feel more grounded now in my career and and the things that I've learned than I did when I was coming out here during those summers. Because, you know, you, you always got these a, a huge part of, of this industry is listening. Mm-hmm. And then also not listening, <laughs> forgetting yeah. what people tell you, because you'll you'll get a lot of people that 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 think they're in a certain place and will try to, to stray you away. Maybe they're not trying to, but they will. Right. And so that that happened to me. So I felt just every year I'd learn something. And I'm just like and, and another thing I noticed about this is that. A lot of this is hearsay. You know, a lot of people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, do this, do it this way. And then another person will yeah. go, oh, no, you can't do it that way because that way is wrong. And just like, you know what? It's opinions, mm-hmm. really. Uh, as yeah, long as yeah. you're doing the, the basic things right and being yep. professional, persistent, punctual, all those kind of things, man. I, I think, I think, I think uh, people, people will, will notice you. Really, yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Everyone's yeah. got
1: their own path.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, it sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true.
2: Before we continue the conversation with Bryce. Here's what's going on in the news this week. More information has surfaced about Yorgos Lanthimos' next film, Poor Things. Yorgos Lanthimos will of course be directing and producing. Tony McNamara, who also worked with Yorgos on The Favorite, will be working as a writer on this film. The actors include Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe, and Rami Yusuf. Poor Things is set to be released sometime next year. Also in the news, F9, the latest installment in the Fast and the Furious franchise, breaks 160 million in its opening weekend internationally. This means that Fast and the Furious as a franchise has grossed over 6 billion globally. Now back to Bryce.
1: Out of everyone we talked to that's an actor so far, I feel like you're the first one perhaps that dives deeper into a role than Mm. maybe anyone else I don't want to talk about method acting and all that stuff because I don't think that's I don't even really think that's a thing per se it's I don't know. I people, have a lot of thoughts on People being
0: assholes that. To, to be able to say, oh, I'm, right. in, I'm in character. Yeah, yeah, that's like, why I'm being an <laughs> asshole to so I'm in character. There's like
1: a form of that. Maybe it's labeled differently that I think people go to, like the Christian Bells and things like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I would lump you into, and this might sound like high praise, but you're in that type of category with people that I think really take their role seriously and deeper and I know one of your big influences, or two of them actually, Shia LaBeouf and Paul Dano.
0: Yeah, thank you, man. Are
1: that type of way. And I'll talk more about Paul Dano because I know we both have a love for the movie Wildlife.
0: Yes. And that was
1: his kind of 3 P type of thing where writing, directing, and well, he didn't act in that, but he is an actor, so like, he kind of rounded that out and said, hey, I can do all three of these things. What is it that you find in acting that feels like you need to take that extra step to find the reality of the characters? And then also when you're writing and directing, a second part of the question, Mm -hmm. how do you come to your stories? Because they tend to be quite unique, your actual stories that come from you that you're not just Mm -hmm. acting in. Talk a little bit about that.
0: Okay. As far as diving into the roles and everything, there, I mean, just straight up, there's there's a sense of responsibility, um, not only not only to the character but to the, everyone involved on set, from the PAs to the gaffer to the the, the sound guys to obviously the director. Mm-hmm. they're... They're banking on you showing up, knowing your lines, and all the basics, sure. But if you're not giving 100% of yourself, then you're kind of wasting your time. You're doing a disservice to everybody else. And, I mean, let's be real. Film is forever. (laughs) You know, whether it ends up on a lost account on Vimeo or YouTube or goes to festivals, gets shown in theaters. Like, film is forever. So, I I don't know why someone wouldn't give 100%. Mm -hmm. But as far as me, that is definitely a a small part of what I take into consideration because I I, I try to be very considerate of other people's time. Mm -hmm. So every take I'm giving 100 percent, even even if it feels like I don't have the energy, like it's it's just like, yeah, this this has to be done. Yeah. So, yeah, I try to like I try to just think about think about the environment of, of this this person or this character that I'm portraying. And then down to uh, the costume, the costume helps me the most, honestly. And I feel like if you ask any actor, like they'll, they'll agree to a degree. Like it's like once you, like you can, you can be running lines in, in the bathroom all day long, but once you get the person in front of you and once you got the shoes on, the shoes are the biggest thing for me. Once I get the shoes on, I'm like, okay, yeah, this I'm, I'm in it. Like this is, this is who I need to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's a certain gait they walk. There's a certain certain mannerisms they might have. So yeah, oh. I try to I just try to give it a hundred percent to to do to do justice to the the character, the script, and the people working on the project.
1: Mm-hmm. And having directed you in roles that aren't gonna be seen at the highest levels, aren't going to be out in mass consumption. Sure. You definitely give hundred percent, and you fully embody the character, even at the risk of like overdoing it. And it's like, hey, yeah. you know, like let's bring it back. And it's like, right, I love yeah. that because a lot Thank of people, you, even you. as I- actors, are scared. It seems like to really oh, yeah. fully go for it. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm- you chose this profession, so right, exactly. Like, yeah, go no, for I'm- it.
0: I I definitely have this kind of like no fear. Uh, mentality when I go into it I'm I, I learned um, I'm, I'm I would say I I would definitely say that the actor that I am now compared to the one you first saw and I imagine likewise for you filmmaking wise
1: yeah two
0: very different two very different I mean time knowledge experience, yeah, experience. you know but yeah I uh I try to give a hundred percent because it's just like I feel, I feel an urge, I feel a need to, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and at the expense of sometimes, like you said, going a little over, um, and I've had, I've had moments where I've put myself in danger, uh, when I didn't need to. So I definitely, there's still some learning to do, you know, a hundred, 150% every take is not exactly probably the best. (laughs) Um, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta keep your energy, especially when you're, when you're doing 12 plus hour days. But as far as in the moment, yeah, I just I just get in it, and like I said, unfortunately, sometimes. I mean, I jumped out of a car one time.
1: Dang. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. not.
0: A, yeah, for the shot, and I was just like, yeah, no <laughs> one, no one told me to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just felt like I should have, and that could have been the mm-hmm. very last thing I ever did. So let me, uh, let me calm the hell down a little. bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let me take That's, a seat. <laughs> I hope it
1: at least made it into the project.
0: It did. There it did. Um, luckily, I guess. Yeah scary scary times hey that's <laughs> happened
1: though you know some of those wild things you hear about on sets and it's like that one yeah. take someone just went off yeah and like you just don't want
0: yeah you just don't want to be a liability <laughs> right unless you're
1: tom cruise and he doesn't care right then yeah then, then you're doing all your own <laughs> he might die in every movie he films but at least he did mm-hmm. it
0: and then the second part
1: just about the directing and writing side how do you find yourself in a project that you want to direct or write let's talk about bags if you'd like okay something sure. that's a little atypical yeah.
0: yeah so man when when inspiration hits it hits and um i i i let it sit i'll either I, I usually start with a with like a line of dialogue like i'll have an image in my head and then like music will will heavily influence where i go from there tone wise Whether it's something I seek out or something I'm listening to at the time, I'll just be like, okay, yeah, I could see it going this way or that way. And then honestly, just getting out, just getting out, and uh, just looking for things to shoot, which probably isn't the best, the best thing. Like you said in the previous uh, episode that I listened to uh, from last season, you know, you 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 were uh, you were adamant about pre production, and uh, I definitely agree. I definitely agree that yeah. pre-production mm-hmm. is is probably, if not the most important part of a production besides the production itself. Yeah. But yeah, the way I work, man, sometimes, <laughs> this isn't all the time, but sometimes I'll just get like the creative bug, you know, and it's just like, okay, yeah, no pre-production, no money. I got this idea. I get this dialogue in my head. Like, let's just go shoot something and see what the hell will happen. Uh, and with bags, the... Um, the the film you just mentioned that's pretty much what happened uh, you know I was I was with my brother and uh, he was visiting me in Atlanta. And I was just like, yo, I got this bag. Like, I want to do something with it. Like, I don't want to sit around. I, I I'm inspired to create something. I don't know what, but we're gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. Go outside, see this huge tr- uh, pile of trash, and I'm just like, yeah, uh, trash man, something like that. Uh, we'll yeah. we'll figure out something, <laughs> you know. So so sometimes it comes that way. Other times, other times I'm pulling from real life, uh, real life scenarios, such as uh, a screenplay I'm writing right now called 120 and it's based off of uh, my time, some of my time wrestling in high school uh, where I was supposed to weigh a certain amount and missed it, which I don't think is talked about often enough in, in, in some of these um, sports movies, you know, it's, uh, it's usually focused on either the sport or the family. And I'm like, no, let's, let's focus on, on, on you know, the pressure of some of these athletes, you know, some of these high school athletes, uh, mm-hmm. I'm obviously gonna, these things are obviously dramatized a bit. Right. But still, pulling pulling from real-life experiences is always interesting, too, and that's a responsibility as well uh, to yourself and to the people that you include in, in it, you know?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's an interesting perspective to come at.
2: Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask with, you know, we're on the subject of directing and even bags. Yeah. How has that influenced how you are as an actor? Because I think once you are you know a filmmaker you consider yourself a filmmaker like a mm. director or producer on a project I feel mm. like that shifts it's got to shift your perspective on the entire process rather mm. than just being focused a hundred percent on mm-hmm. acting you know mm-hmm. what I mean like no, yeah, tell yeah. me a little bit about that
0: definitely opens your eyes to things more and I've noticed since kind of dabbling in the filmmaking. Uh, that when I'm on a set, I can I look at things. I definitely look at things uh, differently, and I look at time differently too.
1: Never enough time.
2: Yeah,
0: but yeah, I as far as that goes, like I don't know. They say they they, they even said this going back to Paul Dano's uh, Wildlife. They you know they say oh it's obvious that an actor directed this or oh this is an actor's movie or whatever. I'm just like you know. I, I feel like you're an artist at the end of the day, you know, so whether you're acting or directing or, or, or holding a a sound pole, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. you, you're all there for the same job and yeah, yeah, it, it gave me a different perspective for sure. Um, I, and, and, um, as I pursue, as I pursue it and, and pursue both, uh, it's it's tough it's tough to to direct yourself or direct others while you're also being in front of the camera you know mm-hmm. um and bags prove that very uh to be very difficult with having a bag on my head in scenes and then I'm having to like direct things so yeah. I, I i learned a lot um i learned a lot uh bags was um definitely a, a stepping stone it's not the greatest thing in the world obviously uh, and it's got it's it's got its issues like anything does but uh, it definitely taught me a lot and kind of just just throwing myself out there
2: you know yeah yeah i think i think that's important yeah it's taking that step of creating something mm-hmm. for the first time even if it is you know it, it's just your first outing Yeah, at, sure. like with this project and i think i think that's really important
0: like yeah, you're talking about it's the it's the lessons it's the lessons that you learn you know that at that that will help you. and I'm sure Trey can attest to this too. I mean, he 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 jumped right in the in the deep end with with making a feature. Then he jumped in the deep end again with 48, and then okay, okay, he's got 148 <laughs> under his belt. So so you know you know. And then and then he yeah. progresses into his comfort zone because of because what he learned from uh, from the mistakes that he made. I'm not saying your things were mistakes, but you made mistakes just there's, like every new person there's does. There's a you lot know?
1: of mistakes in there. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're right in saying that. And I think, you know, I might have done it in reverse, but I quickly reset and started out. Got to do the shorts. Got to yeah. yeah figure out everything. And, you know, I know bags isn't technically your first short. and Mm -hmm. i know you've been a part of some indie projects where you really probably got to do a lot more than just act so you know each time you do a project you're just gonna keep gaining that knowledge but i'm curious because you know when you do write these projects are you generally writing them thinking you're gonna be in them or are you just writing for the sake of writing and it could be anyone it could be you know d ray or Mm. who like are you trying to write things to make or are you trying to write (laughs) like blade runner 2049 that you can't make Mm. for like 20 years
0: right 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 now just because i'm just trying to create my own stuff and trying to find my uh voice you know in in all this and 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 get an audience of some sort I'm definitely more on the uh, yeah, this needs to be makeable, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of now in a degree. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, some money uh, raising, some money would be would be great. Making some money would be awesome to to make it how it's supposed to be. I agree with that. But as far as like big big budget kind of stuff, I haven't I haven't. But yeah, I definitely have like kind of a cast in mind when I write things, which can also be just. biggest pain in the ass unfortunately because it's just like I write things and then like I don't know I I learned that one thing I learned is that casting is like 90% of the fucking project so that's like huge and I love the people I work with and and the people that I work with constantly such as uh, D-Ray, Laura, my buddy Chris um, I love working with them um, and if I could put them in every single project, I would. But I've definitely in, in recent times, I've s- kind of sat back and been like, OK, I'm writing this kind of with no one in mind, just so that the characters can be however they're going to be coming out of my head and not in some predetermined like, oh, I could see I could see Laura doing this. oh, I could see D-Ray saying this line, you know, <laughs> I I, I, um, I, did do that before because it was just like, you know, these are kind of the only people that I can think of to, to, yeah. that would even yeah. want to work readily
1: available exactly and they're readily
0: available we all live together you know it's kind of just one of those okay this is easy but um, but I'm learning that that sometimes, and I'm not saying they won't be in my projects because they definitely will for years to come. But sometimes the the easy things are not exactly the route to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: sometimes seeking other people out and working with people, and that's what's so fun about this this career, man, is that you get to work with people and meet people, you know, and that's that's really a huge chunk of it to me. I love to collaborate. Yeah. I love working with other people. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I think. I think you'll see that uh you'll see that in in my in my future projects for sure.
1: Yeah. Nice. I think it's time to point out that when we talked with Tony ahead about Icon <laughs> he pointed out to us that you said you could skateboard to yeah. get the part, and he's want, like, "Oh, sounds cool, <laughs> great, right, great. right, right." And yeah, then, I wanna. In fact, you could I wanna, not. I want.
0: I want. I want to clear the air on that one. Okay. <laughs> so,
1: is that part of the "fake it till you make it" uh, mindset?
0: Uh, possibly. <laughs> mm, I mean, Anne Hathaway lied to get into Brokeback Mountain. No, but um, <laughs> the thing that yeah, lied about horseback riding the thing is that. <laughs> that's funny. The thing
1: with that is yeah.
0: So I uh. So I auditioned for it, and I I actually yeah, how'd, auditioned how'd for the lead. how you get involved
1: with Icon on a serious? Right.
0: Night? So yeah. I was taking a class with Kathy Ranking, uh, who was the uh, who I would come to find out was the uh, was going to be casting it. But I I mm-hmm. took like a, a like a two month, three month long class. I don't even remember how long it was, but that was someone that was a casting director that I was really trying to work with. And mm-hmm. I took a, I took two classes with her at the same time. And then uh, she said that she was casting Icon, and I was like, "Oh, that's great!" And I, I'm, I hope, I hope to God that it's like I didn't know anything about it. I just heard the title, yeah. so I was like, "Dang, I hope there's a role in there somewhere for me."
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, and then yeah, she had me coming in reading for for the lead, uh, which was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt I felt right in the lead because. Um, it's actually funny. Icon is, is, is very, very similar to my life. And when I was reading the script and, and watched the end product, I was like, wow, yeah, that's crazy. The whole uh, not knowing who your dad is and, and, and things like that. So that was it was a very personal project. So once I read the script, I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I need to be a part of this project in, in some mm-hmm. capacity Yeah. Um, because it's very close to home. Mm-hmm. and so uh i auditioned for the lead and uh they called me back tony was there and, and so was laura his his girlfriend who was also working on the costumes and she just did a an amazing job mm-hmm. on on the film with the costumes particularly mine i loved every single thing that i wore in that
1: movie. <laughs> yeah. um yep. but yeah fully embodied yeah. that character
0: thank you so long story short yeah she Kathy hits me up and she's like yeah they don't really want you for the lead and I was like that's cool you know felt down about it then but I was like yeah this man is skateboarding all around you know he, he's playing yeah. guitar at one point like I'm like I, I you know <laughs> I'm, I'm down to learn but like I'm sure you're gonna want someone with this experience already in hand mm-hmm. so she she messaged me she emails me and she's like quick question quick question from production do you know do you have Mm, I need to, I need to say this verbatim. So, so things aren't, she said, do you have any experience skating? And in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Like be, being 10 years old, finding a skateboard in my backyard count. So I was like, all right, all right. I was like, fuck. I was like, damn, this, this is really going to be the breaking point. Like I, I feel so close cause it feels mm-hmm. like I'm being looked at for something, but like, mm-hmm. because why else would she ask that? Right. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. I put my phone down, didn't answer. I was like, Hey, I, I hit up my roommate at the time and he was a big skater and so I was like yo like remember that project I said I might have to learn skating for uh, yeah that time has come uh, can you please <laughs> so he's like he's like half like he's like drunk basically I think he just came back from a party it's me mm-hmm. and him outside on his skateboard he's like holding me on to it I, I I don't know I have terrible balance and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> like, what the? I'm figuring it out we, we, we were out there for like an hour and a half and I'm like able to stay on the board. So I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on the board. I'm I, I can go down this hill a little bit. I can turn, you know, I can I can't do any like alley oops or 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 flips or anything like that. But I can stay on a board. Like, and yeah. all she asked was was if if I had experience. So I go back in sweating, <laughs> my, my, my roommate's drunk sweating, and I'm just I, I email her back and I'm like, I got some experience.
1: <laughs> I did not lie. Experience. I didn't no. I just want to
0: point that out for the record. I did hey, not technically fair, lie. I had experience. Point no but no as far I would not suggest lying and uh, I was grateful that he cast me in it and once I was cast in it i I took even more time to really I got out every day and was skating skating around mm-hmm. but as far as like flips and stuff like that like i I don't know I, my mind was just not it's not wired <laughs> like that so I was yeah. like oh god it's I really hope I the connections <laughs> yeah so, so when we when we got on set well when I got to Florida and, and we kind of all me me Parker Sai and, and Tony all met up at the skate park it my my life could only hold up for so long you know <laughs> I was like, no. he, he even asked me in person he was like he was like you you got experience i was like yeah yes yeah see, i'm on the board i can stay on it
1: <laughs> but no ask that's how much experience
0: exactly exactly um yeah hopefully there's no hard feelings there that's probably why yeah. he doesn't reply to a lot of my texts but uh <laughs> that's okay no i'm kidding tony's a good guy great director
2: yeah. and i had a lot of fun on that set No, I I definitely feel like I would be the type where I would stretch as much as I can to work with a lot of people. You know, I I would do like you're saying, I would be the type that if it came to horseback riding, I would get out there and do what I can in the like five days between shooting. (laughs) I mean, isn't
0: that isn't that part of our job to, you know, learn learn these new skills? And, And I had I had fun doing it it was just yeah when it came down to it i was just like you know i do not want to lose this role because of something mm-hmm. that i could say like yeah i yeah. K- i kind of do like i feel yeah. like if, it, if it's like a no like oh i don't have any experience then it's like oh yeah he can't even stand on a board like he's not even trying and so mm-hmm. i was like yeah i mean i got some you know yeah uh, take it how you will <laughs>
1: i mean yeah. i think about you know people like miles taylor and whiplash mm-hmm. for instance mm-hmm. I think he may have played drums a little bit before. I can't remember. Right. But could he play them afterwards? Yeah, <sighs> like he yeah. put in the time and for sure, exactly. Maybe he had some experience, like we're talking about here. Right. But and it's I knew- just about putting in that effort once you exactly get in, and you did that. So I say oh, yeah. your name's clean in my book. Thanks, mm-hmm. man.
0: Thanks, and and see the thing is, I I I had read the scripts. And if it was, like, some some skateboarding, like, tournament going on <laughs> or something, yeah, or like, something crazy, then I probably would have leaned more towards the, yeah, I got some experience, but, you know. But mm-hmm. it was, like, okay, like, I'm reading this script. The character that they're looking at me for, he he's riding in a skate park. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure I can do that. I've been to a skate park before. Didn't yeah. skate, but yeah. I've been to one. Um, And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it's just, like. You got to be smart about those things, um, and I and I, I I do hope that Tony doesn't feel some type of way. Nah, way. definitely,
1: definitely <laughs> not. It well, was all good fun.
2: I I feel like that idea of really wanting to work with people, and you mentioned it earlier, is mm-hmm. that's how I feel about the industry. Is the fact that I want to work with as many people as possible because right. you know when you're on set with like let's take for example Icon, you know you're sure. on set with all those people. There's just this electricity that's on Mm -hmm. set, especially when it's an indie project and everyone's there for the love of it, the passion of it. I think that those are some of the best memories I can have from... A set. And those are the types of memories I want, or the people that yeah. I know are good people and they really want to work on this project out of like love for the craft right. of yeah. filmmaking.
0: No, yeah, yeah. I, I 100% agree. That's what's so fun about it all. And when you're not on a set that everyone's meshing and, and you know, it's just like, I uh, shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't have signed up yeah. for this one. No, I, I, I don't, I can't, I don't think I can pinpoint, uh, pinpoint any project that I've done where I've, I've gotten like the, ah, uh, no, I don't like any of these people. There's always been at least one person I've liked. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, at least one. <laughs> yeah. one. There's like a, a, a hundred to 200 people on set. Right. I like you. Yes. <laughs> so you Good and you
1: Standing over there. <laughs> bring- yeah. One of my biggest fears is when, you know, I'm kind of predicting the future a little bit but say you know I'm on a bigger project where money yeah. is all there for everyone right it's like yeah you're getting paid but do you really want to be here like is this really mm. something that you're passionate yeah. about is this a role that you like yeah. f- went out and learned how to skateboard for you mm, know it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. trying
0: to kind of weed out the, the people that are yeah, there for and, and I feel just, like uh, you lose pick up a paycheck
1: later because you don't know like you don't have that ability to know and when people yeah. are working for little to nothing or like a small you know ultra mm-hmm. low budget type of setup you really feel like they're there yeah. for the project they really love the script right yeah. and yeah that's like what you want always but i'm just a little fearful that that yeah goes away
0: um i hear you i hear you i think i think in uh yeah uh, I think there's many different ways you could go about that, but I'm i i am not one to shy away from, from kicking someone out, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I've done it plenty of times before. If we're not all on yeah. the same wavelength and it becomes obvious that you are not in it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. then if I have any say in it... Yeah, you're gone, you know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. when you're in bigger things and uh, you know production uh, studios and whatnot are, are breathing down your back, then you just, like you said, you just got to hope that everyone's there for the right, for yeah. the right reasons. Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's a very important skill in the industry as well as being able to tell people, you know, like mm-hmm. I can see that you're not right. here for the right reasons. Right, and that's something that I think I think the industry kind of can lend itself to a bit is Mm -hmm. to have having people in the uh, scene that are not here for the right reasons. I think
0: it's, I think it's so, I think it's so tough to even pursue this shit day to day Mm -hmm. that, that time in the industry will weed out those people regardless. I hope, Mm -hmm. I hope Yeah, we can only hope.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, want to go back to bags a little bit and talk a little bit more about that and you know you talked about the inspiration just came to you and mm-hmm. i want to know how is that like production wise uh, as a director and fully forming that idea uh maybe not initially but at least mm-hmm. finding your way through the project how right. was that long and grueling
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think we started i think i i we started shooting just random stuff in, um, July. Cause I think that's when my brother was there. And then I started, I just put it on a shelf cause that's what I do with almost everything I have is that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start writing it or I'll start it and then I'll, I'll, I'll let it sit. I'll let it marinate, you know? So that way, yeah. cause I hate jumping into things and then that's just like, Oh, yep. That's, that's it. That's, that's what it's going to be. It's like, <laughs> I'm the type of person, I'm the type of person I just takes sometimes years i mean i'm sitting on mm-hmm. a screenplay that i wrote like in 2019 that i probably mm. need to uh, look back on <laughs> 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 but, uh, Dusted that one off right yeah. Dust, no yeah but it but i always this, it's always there it's always there in the mind yeah um but yeah so i just, we just started shooting random shit in july and then i watched this film that really inspired me on the uh because i i i, I didn't really know the structure of how i wanted to do it and so I watched this film called 71 Fragments of a Chronolo- Chronology of Chance by uh, Michael Haneke, a German, uh-huh. filmmaker, German filmmaker. And he just, um, the way he structures some of his films are just so interesting. Um, he mm-hmm. does it a million times better than I attempted to do it with bags. But, um, <laughs> but you know, these little snippets of, of people doing everyday, seemingly everyday kind of things, and somehow it ties into the plot and you get pieces and parts, which I, uh, which a lot of the complaints I got for from, for bags was that it was, um, those moments were kind of confusing, which that's Mm -hmm. cool. That's great. Um, it's either, I either, one of two things either happened, you didn't really get it, which is Mm -hmm. fine. Or I didn't make it apparent and I'm leaning more towards me, myself and I, and the fact that I just need to double down And on the next one, just make sure that things are different. You know, another lesson learned, like we were talking about. But yeah, started started in July watched that film, knew the structure of how I wanted it, and then got to casting. I I, I had already asked d- – I think d I was the first person I asked to be in it. And then uh, Laura, which I got to kind of shout out her performance, not just because she's my girlfriend, but I thought I thought it was some of her best work that I've seen on film. She really did her thing in that. Mm-hmm. And then I asked Julian Green, who's an actor out here. He, uh, he's he been in a bunch of stuff, and uh, I, I was – Uh, We're cool, but I was kind of nervous asking anybody outside of my normal friend group to work with me because I didn't, I I have some things to show before, had some things to show before, but nothing like too crazy. But I Mm -hmm. sent him the script and he, Julian, I'm talking about, uh, he, I sent him the script and he really liked it. So he, he was on board. Um, unfortunately, he had to shoot something else. So I kind of had to shoot almost all his scenes in one day. So a mm-hmm. lot of it was run, run and gun, guerrilla style, yep. which yeah. which was inspired by by the Safdie's early work, uh, the Safdie brothers' early work. So, you know, I was out there thinking I was doing the damn thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, But no, I mean, regardless on how it comes out, um, I feel I feel this way with anybody is if you're creating, then then, you know, you are doing the damn thing. And, and it's mm-hmm. um you should you should pat yourself on the back a tad bit because I mean, there's people that will sit there their whole lives wanting to do something. and And, and you know, you can want all day long. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're not doing then you ain't doing shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. um, that's quotable right there yeah. That.
0: but yeah man it was it was a, it was tough um it was tough but uh, honestly like like the normal the normal production problems that I've had in the past or I've even witnessed with my own eyes on sets that I was just acting in like we didn't really have those and for for that to be a, a guerrilla style shoot at a at a quick trip you know it's just like mm-hmm. things actually didn't go that bad um yeah. it went fairly smooth and and yeah, so that was that was an experience that I I hold I hold dear to me because yeah. uh, it only goes up from here.
2: Yeah.
1: What did you guys film on? Because I'm just curious, like, like the quick trip, for instance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it felt like, oh, dang, like they had permission to film here. And then other times it was like, <laughs> I'm wondering right. if they like <laughs> got an iPhone under the arm, like <laughs> cruising through right, the right. You know, yeah, soda section.
0: On, yeah, right. I I shot on my Canon. And this, I, I just learned like a couple, I'm still, I, I, with camera, camera stuff, I, that's still stuff I, I gotta learn. My buddy Chris is much better with it than me. Um, but I, you know, I, I had, um, it's funny you ask that cause I actually got the, uh, I got the camera from my, from my roommate. Um, I was borrowing it from him and then he moved. Um, so then he, uh, obviously he took the camera with him when he moved and I was okay. just like, you know, I'm halfway, I'm about half, halfway through this film and I just lost my camera. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't, I, you know, what am I going to do? So I actually drew, I, I got on Facebook marketplace, which is, is has been a lifesaver multiple times. And, mm-hmm. uh, I found this, this camera, same exact camera that was in Alabama, and he was he was selling it for like three hundred bucks along with like two lenses and one of those lenses cost three hundred dollars mm. alone. So I basically was getting a free camera almost. Yeah. Um so yeah, I drove out to Alabama, came back and um I, I still have a lot to learn with it and, and there's other cameras I wanna work with and whatnot, but um but yeah, canon to answer your question, <laughs> and uh, yeah, there there's one shot that I really liked. I, I didn't even shoot it because I was in it, but uh, D- I had D-Ray hold the camera outside of the Quick Trip, and he was shooting the uh, the surveillance yeah. part, which had me in there and Laura in there, and I, I I really that was a shot I really wanted to get, so I was glad we we could get that. But yeah, man, um, it was it was it was a lot of fun, and uh, I actually just worked. I just finished a play with Laura and D-Ray uh, called Yard Boy, so they are they are they are they are quite often the uh, the go to people.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. And I still have script notes to offer you for bags. Yeah. I just have yeah, not gotten around I, to them, no, and it's also. All good,
0: man. I'm all ears.
1: On air, I have to say that there is a project in the future, maybe perhaps five, ten years down the road that Mm -hmm. you and D-Ray are who I'm writing it for.
0: Hey, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it.
1: But I wanted to jump over and talk about acting specifically as we wrap things up here and Mm -hmm. what, like, I ask this a lot and everyone seems to have a variety of answers, but what is it that you really want to do with acting? And what kind of stories do you want to tell?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Like
1: you get this script in your hand mm. and you're like, I'm gonna learn what it I'll learn Korean if it means I get this part. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. It really it just uh if it if it if it calls out to me, like I've I've had scripts that I'm just like, okay, yeah. I could see myself in this. Um, is it something I necessarily have to do? No. Um, unfortunately, I haven't. I feel like I haven't quite got that in film, film, uh, yeah. strictly quite yet. Um, no disrespect to anybody that I've worked with, except for Icon. That's not true. That's not true. Icon, I definitely felt like I needed to be a part of it. So that, so, so I guess, I guess answering your question it, things that I need to work on are, are, are things that just jump up, jump out at me, things that I can visualize myself in, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and it, it definitely relies a lot on, on the story and, um, who's, who's in it as far as like directing and, and acting. Cause there's, there's a bunch of people I'd love to work with. Um, and if they threw me a script and we're just like, yeah, I read this. I, you know, if I wanted to work with them, then that's already a you know a tick right there like right. oh yep i already want to be a part of this project doesn't really no. matter you know what it is and then i read the script if it's like some mediocre stuff i'm like okay you know i'm gonna try my best at you know fitting myself into wherever this wherever i belong in this mm-hmm. do you um, feel I like that's kind of
1: a thing that's gonna potentially happen for a while i i feel like you know if you want to work with I'll just use like a crazy name like Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. You know he could have the worst Netflix script ever, but like you're gonna do the project <laughs> right. right? Like it's yeah, Steven I Spielberg. mean
0: yeah, yeah. I mean right now <laughs> I have I I don't have much of a oh yeah no I can't work on that. You know it's kind of right. uh, I I'm taking what I can. You know I think it's just like I look at it. And I'm like, am I gonna have fun with this? Because not everything has to be personal. Not I mean I I played. I played a junkie in a film with a, with an icon. It's not icon, but with an icon. <laughs> and uh you know I was thinking I was like I was like you know I auditioned for a much bigger role but I'm not going to complain cuz I'm on this set and I'm you know I'm doing the thing. I'm 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 doing what I what I want to be doing with people that I've looked up to since I was a child. Right. You know, so it's like I, I don't think it. I, I think I think it really comes down to: Am I gonna have fun with this? Am, yeah. Is this something that I can really give a hundred percent of myself to? Because if it's not, then I mean, if I can't give a hundred percent, you know, then I'm doing I'm doing the whole entire project a dis a disservice, um, because because I'm letting myself get in the way of it.
1: Right. Yeah. I completely agree, even from a directing standpoint. You just have to be fully invested. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I and and I felt that way. I felt that way with things that I've written. Matter of fact, the, the first draft of, of Yardboy, that play that I did, you know, I was kinda dreading I was kinda dreading directing it because I just didn't feel a hundred percent passionate about it. Um, so then I was like, okay, where is this coming from? Why, why do I feel this way? Why, how can I, how can I feel better about this? So I went back to the page, wrote, rewrote, erased, added. And then I was like, is this in a good place that I want it to be? Am I excited to go into rehearsal every day? Am I excited to go on to set every day? And I think that's, those are the kind of projects that I want to work on. I want to be excited to be there, you know, because I'm sure eventually things become tedious. I'm sure as crazy as it sounds, but I'm, I'm looking like, five like you said five ten years in the future and like if i'm jumping from set to set i want to be having fun doing it you know
1: yeah Yeah. makes sense definitely
2: well as we round out this episode bryce we want to ask the age-old question we have on this podcast Mm -hmm. what have you been watching recently 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 this morning, this morning, I watched
0: <laughs> this film <laughs> called, um, uh, let me think, uh, Lady Snowblood. It's a, uh, Lady I think Snowblood. Yeah, I think it's from the early 70s. Tarantino was super influenced by it for Kill Bill. It's like a Japanese mm. revenge film.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That was really good. Uh, I watched, I watched Crawl last night. It was so funny. Oh. I, I, um, it was between, uh, we, were, we were choosing what movie to watch last night, and it was uh, it just so happened to be between Crawl or Run, that new movie with um, Sarah Paulson. Sarah there Paulson, we go. Yeah, really? yeah, Sarah yeah. Paulson. Um, so it ended up being between Crawl and Run, which I thought was very strange. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so watched Crawl last night.
1: A fun one, do not
0: particularly like it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I
0: watched, um, I watched Bamboozled, uh, Spike Lee joint,
1: Spike Lee joint, not too
0: long ago, I think a couple days ago, yeah, and that was, um, that that blew me away. Mm -hmm. And then I'm still working on, uh, this trilogy called the Croker trilogy by my favorite director right now, Abbas Kirsatami um who's just uh man i love everything that man does r.i.p <laughs> yeah. but yeah i've been trying to watch a lot i've also been extremely busy mm-hmm. i'll be on set in savannah on may 24th so that's exciting
2: nice yeah but
0: yeah man i've been trying to i've been trying to watch a lot i definitely haven't watched uh as much this year at this point in, in the year as i did last year
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: you know that means you're working, right? <laughs>
2: I, I was excited for asking you that question because I knew you had some good stuff up your sleeve that you've <laughs> yeah. been watching. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I'm right in the same boat. I do what I can to watch films, but man, you know, I, I know you make an effort all the time to try, watch man. as much as you
1: can.
0: Yeah, I try I try to learn. Try to learn and and you know that's absorb you as much as I can. You observe,
1: yeah. you take all that in. I mean that's exactly. why I set my goal every year to watch. 365 because yeah it's not that i'm going to but if i set a goal that high it means i'm going to actively try
0: exactly and you can do that with your career too set those goals man you'll be you'll be surprised at what what heights you go
1: absolutely some wise words and lastly (laughs) how can people find you because you are working on a lot of stuff now and i want people to stay up to date and i want them to check out what you've got out
0: yeah, I appreciate that, man. I'm on Facebook, Bryce Heller. I'm on Instagram at OH underscore Heller underscore no. I'm um, arguably the best uh, username <laughs> on Instagram. I get, I get comments about that I all saw, the time. I
2: saw that the first time and I was like,
1: oh, this guy. hell no. He yeah, got exactly. that username. <laughs> right. I, I actually got that I from,
0: a, from a buddy of mine in like freaking... um. Ninth grade or something He was like, oh, hell or no I was like, oh, I love that I'm stealing that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's my last name Instant after all copyright on my end <laughs> Right, exactly <laughs> Exactly So yeah, Facebook, Instagram And uh, June 4th, apparently uh, This movie that I was in Is supposed to be dropping So you can see me mm-hmm. there too Hopefully I'm nice. waiting for a trailer for that to drop Yeah, yeah, June 4th Keep, okay. it, keep an eye sure. on that day
2: Keep eyes peeled on
1: his feed We'll be looking for an announcement on that day.
0: Yes. (laughs) Only if I make the cut, though. If I watch and I'm not in it, I'll I'll cry. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure
2: he's going to hold off and wait. (laughs) Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, for sure. But the scene that I was in, I'm like, okay, I should, uh, this should make the cut. This is pretty important.
1: Right. Well, hope to see you in that. And it's a pleasure talking with you. I mean, I've known Mm -hmm. you for a good while now, but every time we get a chance to catch up and share and the film making process oh, yeah. is exciting. I know Ken feels the same. You guys, you oh, know, have yeah. gotten to catch up a lot lately. So Yeah. We yeah. just appreciate you being on.
2: I love I love that we got Bryce on here because man, I I love every time I hang out with Bryce, he's always got this energy about him that's just so like I wanna just get out there and create all the time. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. And uh that's just how I feel about your future, dude. And that's why Thanks, I like man. I love talking to you, and I love that you came on this show to speak with us.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's 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 a real honor. I'm not just saying that.
1: <laughs> but we wouldn't know different if you were. Because <laughs> that's how good of an actor you are. Right,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fantastic. All right, well, that'll do it, everybody. Thank you again, Bryce. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We'll
1: keep our eyes on everything you got coming out.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I'll be trying to do the same.
2: All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again for another episode of Cinevibes. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview with Bryce Heller. I know you did. Bryce is always a fantastic guy to talk to. And I swear, like, go follow him on all his socials and keep up with the guy. He's got a lot coming up and he's he's, he's a cool cat to watch.
1: Yeah, he's definitely a guy that's making interesting stuff when he's making his own projects and we just want you to be a part of that we want you to enjoy cinema <laughs> and film and what better way to do it than watch uh Bryce heller's work so that's right we also want you to be a part of Vibes.
2: oh yeah by the way yeah yeah we'd, and we'd love to have you. obviously uh, <laughs> you
1: are so don't get upset but we want you to follow us
2: yeah, yeah, just just hit that. Follow we want you button. to follow us
1: on Instagram, where you can see all the updates. We want you to follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Again, if you're over there mixing up the beats, like mm-hmm. so many of us do, and we just appreciate everyone that's following us, following us already. But we know that you want to share with your friends and we know that you will you're just dying to you're awesome and you know this is just us patting you guys on the back at this point point. Yeah. and the more we do that we hope that you'll click that follow button
2: yeah (laughs) and that share button that would be oh my god I think that would send me and Trey through the
1: roof everyone listening share this with just one person like your buddy one friend that would literally make our month
2: (laughs) that's right that's all we're well, asking. That's, a, that's all we're asking. Please just support your local podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're not even asking for money. I mean, you know, we could be doing that. And that would just feel irreverent. So this is something that's free. And free is good.
2: Well, with that being said, go follow us at the Vibes on Instagram. Uh, if you have any questions you want to throw our way, any interesting takes hot takes we take all your takes shoot it over to cinevibescast at gmail.com tell us what you think about the podcast and what you'd like to see in the podcast future episodes yeah but with that being said we gotta say we are out mm-hmm.